0: hey 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 everybody welcome to the ritz report it is february 3rd 2022 and thank you for taking the time to join me today if you want to send me notes of adoration and love or pure hatred please do so ritz at ritz the old email route Wooka Whooka old school or the socials at ritz report on twitter the gram and getter What's up, folks? What is up? Happy Thursday to all of you out there. I'm coming to you from sunny, sunny Miami, where it is nice and warm and things are glorious. Nice to be out of Manhattan. Nice to be out of the cold. Nice to be away from the snow. What are we talking about today? We're talking about Biden, who's decided he's going to go to New York City and talk to uh, I think what's going to be one of the uh, worst mayors for New York City who took over for the other worst mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, is the uh, new mayor. The old mayor, as you may recall, was Bill de Blasio, also known as Warren Wilhelm. That was his actual name, but he preferred Bill de Blasio for whatever, whatever reason. We'll never. <laughs> Man, <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. Yes, he was. Loser, loser. You were literally too stupid to insult <laughs> <laughs> so, Biden is going to meet with Eric Adams. We also have Hochul, who is the New York State governor, who in some so, somehow she managed to be worse than Cuomo. Cuomo was slimy, Cuomo was underhanded, but he he was crafty, but he wasn't a dummy. And Hochul's just a dummy and we'll talk about her. We're talking about Biden and how he's trying to change the subject from and literally everything he touches turns to crap. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Whoopi Goldberg. We'll talk about the Southern border and of course, COVID and the quote from our fearless leader, Mr. Plugs there in the White House and the woke word of the day. But to kick it all off, let's talk about Biden going to New York City. What is he actually going to New York City for? Why would President Biden go to meet with the New York City Mayor, Eric Adams? What is he I mean, this is, it's a diversion for Biden, right? But what possibly could he do to make things better in New York City in regard to violence and guns? What could he possibly do? So they're set to meet. Hochul's going to be there. They're meeting today, Thursday. What is it? I'm recording this at about 2.30 in the afternoon. They might be meeting now. They might be meeting at three o'clock. Meeting of the minds, Biden, Hochul, Adams. Together, they maybe have the combined IQ of a pencil eraser. Maybe. That might be a stretch. Sorry to all the pencil erasers out there. So they're set to meet, and then after they have their meeting, they're off to a school in Queens to discuss what? Violence interrupters. And for those of you folks, I know, if you're not from New York, you you probably looked... <laughs> the look on your face when I said those two words, you're probably like, huh? Violence interrupters? Yes, you see, in New York, we have... We've graduated to a place we are, where we are so sophisticated that when a crime is being committed, you don't call the police. Come on. Everybody knows that's like the most racist thing ever. But The police? No, 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 no. You call the violence interrupters. The violence interrupters come and they do what? They interrupt the violence. <laughs> Simple, right? It's great. Who, 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 who came up with this awesome idea? So that's what you have. The violence interrupters. So they're going to go to Queens, talk about violence interrupters. All of this, like I said, is a sideshow. It is a smokescreen. Biden also yesterday, I think it was proposed his new national ghost gun enforcement initiative. Huh? What? Okay. So anybody out there who knows anything about guns, I pretty much grew up around guns serving the Marine Corps was around guns. So I know my way around a weapon. Generally know my way around a weapon. I've seen a lot of weapons, had them when I was younger, grew up around them. Never until this, until this White House with Biden and his ridiculous Attorney General Merrick Garland, have I heard of a ghost gun. Never. Okay, so may, may, maybe this is a term that's used by some people, but this is not a commonly known thing, right? And this ghost gun initiative that they've proposed is to clamp down on homemade firearms that lack serial numbers, so they're not traceable. The politicians here, they're trying to divert attention away from the actual problem. They're trying to divert the public's attention. Crime is out of control, and it's out of control not because of guns, because there were guns there before. Crime is out of control because of lax law enforcement. We have lax law enforcement because the police are sort of holding back because we have DAs in these large cities that refuse to prosecute criminals because, you know, social justice and everything, right? We can't possibly, we can't possibly prosecute people that are non-white because that would be racist, regardless of the fact that they actually committed the crime because, you know, social justice. So the poll, the, the uh, politicians are just going to focus on the guns right? We're going to focus on the guns. We are going to focus on getting the guns off the street. We're going to talk about what they call the quote-unquote iron pipeline of guns that are coming from the South up to New York. Is this iron pipeline thing that this just happened in the last year? Because that's when this problem became severe and it has come to a head. Did this just happen? This iron pipeline just got set up and all these guns are now coming in? No, of course not. Of course not. The guns are not the problem, right? The guns have been in New York City forever. We have We are lacking strong policing and people feel the people that carry the guns feel as though that there is no risk in carrying that gun. Back when I lived in uh, New York City 20 years ago and Giuliani was mayor, if there was strong policing, right, He, he implemented the broken windows theory of policing, where if you take care of the little things, you take care of the little things, a lot of the big things never happen for instance if you have somebody who wants to ride the subway and that person is going to be a a, a fare jumper they're going to they're going to jump over the turnstile and try to ride the subway for free if they if if a person does that today nothing happens to them if there's a police officer standing there they probably won't even stop them probably won't even stop them they're just going to let them go because what's going to happen right? What is the DA going to do if the, if the officer arrests that person? That person is going to be out on the street before that cop finishes the paperwork. So they're not going to arrest them. But back when Giuliani was running the city, and he was focused like a laser on crime numbers, when he was running the city and the police knew that that was an unacceptable thing, they would stop that person who jumped the turnstile and they would frisk them. And during that frisking process, if they had a gun the gun would be confiscated and that person be charged with having a gun within New York City. So because all the people that would carry guns knew that they were going to be patted down, checked, they left their guns at home. So because they left their guns at home, this all plays out like totally logically. There was less crime because there were less people carrying guns. If you don't have a gun on you, you can't use it. You left it at home because you don't want to lose it. This is where the whole plain clothes police force was being used. You had the guys in plain clothes that would walk around. They were they were um, seasoned police officers who knew who knew how to pick people out of a crowd who looked like they were trouble. And that's when you had the whole the whole controversy over stop and frisk, right? That it was disproportionately affecting people of color and all of this other stuff, right? Maybe it was maybe there were some cops that were out of line. But as a general rule, as a general rule, it was extremely effective and made the city extremely safe. So today we're no longer doing that. We're no longer stopping people when they commit petty crimes, urinating in the street, shooting up heroin in the street. They they can do whatever they want. The cops aren't going to bother them. So criminals are not dumb, right? I mean, they see this and they're like, oh, I can just bring my gun with me now. Because, A, I'm not going to be stopped. E- even if I do something that is pretty much illegal, I'm not going to be stopped. I'm not going to be stopped. So I'm good. I'll just, I'll just take my gun with me. So the actual problem that Biden is not a probably... Biden and Adams are probably not even going to discuss it because all they're going to focus on is guns, guns, guns. The iron pipeline, we've got to get the guns, right? Hochul, all three of these people, Hochul, Biden, Adams. They're going to have blood on their hands for the people that are going to die in New York City because of their inaction. Now, they have inaction for different reasons, but they have inaction just the same. We have this new attorney uh, DA in Manhattan, Bragg, Alvin Bragg, who's a total disaster, who has said he's not going to prosecute these crimes. The governor of New York State right now could take it upon herself to remove Bragg and get a law and order DA into that position. She won't do that. For a bunch of reasons. One, she has no sense. Two, she's a liar. But she needs to bend the knee to the far left of the party because the primary is coming up. So she can't be seen as too pro-police or too, um, I support law enforcement and I support enforcing the law. Because as we all know, and as we've watched over the last year, year and a half, the left doesn't care about the law. They don't care about the law. They were all totally silent when Black Lives Matter was running across the country, burning down cities, destroying people's businesses, in some instances, actually murdering people. And they said nothing. Biden said nothing. So they don't care about it. But to be clear, more people are going to die because Hochul refuses to do the right thing. And again, Hochul, Adams, and Biden, they are all going to have... Blood of dead New Yorkers on their hands, which is sad. It's really sad. I mean, Hochul's the worst. How how she has actually, she has actually been successful in being worse than Cuomo. Like I said, Cuomo was conniving and he was a slime ball, but he wasn't stupid. He wasn't stupid. I didn't like him, but this woman, this mask mandate. In New York City, this or in New York State. It, I mean, this is it is destroying the state. It is destroying the city. All you need to do is the uh, information came out, I think, last week, right about reservations in restaurants. You can track to the day where she re-implemented mask mandates, and watch the reservations go down in the restaurants. Why? Because the mask is a symbol that we're all sick, right? We're all vectors of disease. I better stay home. New Jersey and New York, their graph of infections from COVID and their graph of hospitalizations from COVID are exactly the same. New Jersey didn't have a mask mandate during the time of Omicron and New York did. So when she stands up there and talks about the fact that she's protecting New Yorkers, and she's protecting the businesses of New York, she's actually doing the opposite. She's actually doing the opposite. She's driving small businesses into the ground, especially restaurants, because people are afraid to go out and they're afraid to go to eat, especially restaurants. So she's not, when she claims she's, you know, keeping everybody safe and keeping the restaurant businesses safe and uh and supporting business she's she's not doing that at all she 's actually she 's actually harming them actively harming them with her policies and the thing about it is she doesn't need to speculate about the data the 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 experiment's been run we we see it all over the world the data's everywhere if you choose to look at it if you choose to look at it that mass mandates lockdowns none of it works we just had this um We just had this report come out of Johns Hopkins, a meta analysis of some 18,000 other studies that show that lockdowns do nothing in terms of public health for keeping people healthier than they would otherwise be. Lockdowns do nothing. They certainly have extreme impact on society at large, whether it be mental health, drug addiction, overdoses, alcohol abuse, domestic abuse. All those things are through the roof. But in terms of public safety and health from COVID, nothing, nothing. And all this, right, pushed by Dr. Fauci. Hey, Alex, you know, uh, I think you have to wear your mask, maybe two masks, four masks might be good if you're in like a really crowded movie theater. The guy is the worst. He's always wrong. He's a liar. He's a conniving little slimy bureaucrat. He needs to be fired, and if he doesn't resign, if the Republicans take over the House and the Senate, there need to be investigations into all of these people, into all of these organizations, and into everything that went on here, because none of it passes the smell test. None of it. Like I just said on Tuesday's show, we talked about uh, the Moderna spike vax vaccine. It's not even tested, against Omicron. It's not even tested against Omicron. Omicron is 99.9, 99.8% of all COVID infections in the US. And this quote unquote vaccine is not even tested against it. Now, is that intentional? Because they know that it's going to be completely ineffective and they don't want to, they don't want to see that data because they didn't have to present it. And they would be like, you know what? It's totally ineffective. So then why would the FDA approve it? but all of this needs to be investigated. All of it. Moving on, Biden is calling out uh, the fact that they killed an ISIS leader, (laughs) as if anybody cares, right? The guy is trying to change the subject. Either it's, uh, I killed an ISIS leader, yay me, look at me, pat me on the back. I'm going to New York City to talk about guns and violence. Um, I am going to send troops to Ukraine to stay in the uh, NATO countries, all of it is just diversionary tactics. All of it, because the guy knows, right? He he ended up losing an exorbitant number of jobs in the last month, where they expected to gain a boatload. I think they lost like three hundred thousand. They were supposed to gain like five hundred thousand or something like that. I don't know the actual numbers, but it it was a bloodbath. It was a bloodbath. The the mood of the country overall. Everybody knows that things are not going well, right? You can't buy things that you need at a reasonable price anymore. Gas is through the roof. I just drove from New York to Miami. The lowest I paid for gas on the entire trip was like $304 per gallon. So gas is through the roof. The COVID madness is still everywhere. And again, I, I stopped in every state from New York to Florida. I stopped in every state I wanted to see because you watch TV, right? Then this is fake news. This is fake news. You watch TV, especially in the Northeast. You watch the channels up there and they talk about Florida like it is totally open. Everything's happening. And it's, it's, it's the place to be. It's the place to be. It, it, every state, it didn't make a difference where I was. It's 80 to 90% of the people that are wearing masks. Even, even here, that people are outside walking around with masks on we have damaged people really, really, really badly. Some of them psychologically damaged really badly. Story I read uh, in one of the substacks about a woman in Germany who has been just totally paranoid about COVID, scared out of her mind. She was totally relieved when the when the uh, vaccines came out. So she got her vaccine and it turns out her husband was like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to hold off. I'm not exactly sure that I want to do that. And it, it caused her marriage to fall apart because she's so scared and so, like just so focused on hiding and protecting herself from this, this disease that when you look at it age stratified if she's probably in her 40s or 50s look at it age stratified it's just not that dangerous it's just not that dangerous unless you have some comorbidity unless you're severely overweight or you have some other serious comorbidities diabetes high blood pressure all of these other things it's just not that dangerous to you once you get up into the older people then it's dangerous But for the other folks, especially for young kids, like this, this stuff now with shots for kids, Fauci's out there talking about shots for kids that are six months old. That's insane. Insane. But back to Biden, he, um, he's just whatever diversionary tactic he can use. So ISIS, Ukraine, any of it changing topics here to Whoopi Goldberg (laughs) and the Whoopi Goldberg suspension. So she was suspended for two weeks, which I don't know that. I like. I said to my wife, like, are, are we really now suspending people because they're dumb? Because literally half of the workforce will be out of work. Half of the workforce will be out of work. She said something stupid. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Obviously, the Nazis called themselves the master race. And she claims that everything that happened with the Nazis had nothing to do with race. I mean, you just have to be dumb at that point. You just don't know what you're talking about. And I know that there are people out there that are saying, you know, she's part of the woke left and the woke... They have these rules where, you know, they destroy whoever it is who's in their way. And we should be doing the same thing. I'm not so sure. I mean, I don't know that she should have been suspended. Like, let her live with her embarrassment, how stupid she is. Let's mock her. Let's make fun of her. Let's make her an example of what you don't want to be. Let's do that. And folks, to wrap it up, let's do... The Woke Word of the Day. Oh, hi. I'm Chad, your beta male, and I'm here to give you the Woke Word of the Day. And the Woke Word of the Day is ah, cultural relativism. The essential belief that all cultural ideas are equally valid and must never be compared to an objective moral standard. And last but not least, let's hear from our, from our fearless, fearless leader. Hero all of the stupid. <laughs> I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair. Come, come back up again. It's it. it's it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. We choose truth over facts. Go ahead and you stack spaghetti sauce at a store, and <laughs> in, in, in a supermarket, you control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on on on, on a forklift. What happens? They make you management. Covid has taken this year. Just since the outbreak, has taken more than 100 years. Look, here's the lives. It's just, I mean, you think about it. (laughs) That's going to do it for me, folks. Thanks for joining me today, Thursday, February 3rd. I will be back here next week. Enjoy your weekend. Please share this podcast with one of your friends, somebody who knows something, somebody who doesn't, whatever the case, Um, that helps spread the show and uh, gets more people listening. Also, leave me a review, if you will, on one of the podcast directories there that always helps with the show uh until next time uh enjoy your weekend and as always let's go a brandon <laughs>